three two one what's going on folks welcome to 34 questions tonight i have a very special guest simone is in the building how you doing simone i'm doing well <laughs> for sure uh thank you for coming on thank you for your time uh definitely appreciate your openness to share your story so uh for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show we do some intro questions some warm-up questions just to set the tone threw in a couple icebreakers just to have a little bit of fun at least on my end <laughs> i can't speak for my guests um but uh <laughs> after that we jump into the main portion of the interview where you choose a number between one and 34 sound good to you simone Yep, sounds good. All righty then. Um, my very first question for you is, how have you been? It's been a crazy year. Uh, you've been doing well. You've been going through it. How you been? Um, I've actually been doing really well through this pandemic. Um, spending a lot of time by myself. Um, it's been great. Yeah, all in all, doing pretty well. For sure, for sure. I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear. Uh, all right, well, we reached a portion of the icebreakers. Uh, this first one is a one-word spelling bee. Um, would you like to participate? Feel free to pass as well. But uh, you down? Yeah, sure. Spelling bee? Okay. It's a spelling bee, yeah. Just one word. Just one word. <laughs> okay. Uh, your word is pneumonia. I've had a bad case of pneumonia, you know? <laughs> <laughs> pneumonia. I know there's a P in it, right? Yeah, yeah. You got two chances, so don't worry too much. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I should know how to spell this. P N I don't think it's an A next. I don't know. <laughs> nah. Isn't it like E U N I A something like that? Is oh, that correct? No, that's wrong. You you were pretty close. You you got the first four letters right, I'll tell you that. So So P N E U N Oh wait, Nemo. M O M, no, <laughs> P pneumonia, pneumonia, pneumonia. I'm sorry, you missed it's the okay. O. You missed the O right oh. now. So you had the first you, oh, first okay. five O N A I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but wow. uh, thank you for participating <laughs> for that first one. The second one is a, a riddle. Are you good at riddles? Um, I'm not good at spelling, so I don't think so for riddles. All right. <laughs> I thought I could spell, but apparently not. So. Well, we'll give this <laughs> we'll give this one a shot. Um, okay. Again, no pressure. And this is: Can you name three consecutive three consecutive days without using the words? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So three, consecu three consecutive days without using the days of the week. Nope. Um, I get. You could say like three, the first, second, and third. I don't know. No, so, so, right? So you had you had the right idea. Um, but there, there are like, uh, certain a certain um, certain order. And so first consecutive third, if you're going to think of it as like a, a, another word for days, you know, if I give you a hint, I'll give you a hint. Um, one of the days is yesterday. <laughs> oh, yesterday, tomorrow, and the next day after tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. Now you're close. Yesterday, the day before that, and then tomorrow. No? Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oh, today. Oh, my gosh. Why did I not think of that? It is yes, all it good. Is. When, now you could use it for, for yeah. your friends and, you know, wherever, wherever you may need wow, a riddle. Wow, that's interesting. I've never thought of that, about that. but. Right on. Right on. I feel kind of dumb, but it's uh, okay. <laughs> don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Uh, I would say more people get it wrong they do, than they do get it right on the show. So, no it worries. makes me feel better. <laughs> um, all right, then. Well got a few more warmer questions for you this okay. uh this next one is what would you like the audience to know about you hmm i never know what to say um i <laughs> i feel like i've been using this one a lot but i guess i enjoy reading <laughs> okay for sure just because it's been a thing lately that i've been really getting into but yeah i guess i enjoy reading What's uh what's something you've been reading lately that that's really kind of like that you've gravitated towards? 
Um, well, the current book I'm on right now is called Shadow and Bone. It's part of a trilogy, and the reason why I picked it up is because a Netflix, it, it just recently started a Netflix series. So I was like, oh, let me see how the book is and then watch the series. But I ended up watching the series while reading the book. Mm. So it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's very different though. So yeah, that's the book I've been reading lately. So are you more like, um, do, do you care about the spoilers that the book has versus the, the show? Or are they just two very separate things and it doesn't even seem like they go together? Um, at first, because I, I like doing this thing where um, I read the book first and then watch the series, then see what's up. But then I just couldn't wait. <laughs> and while I was reading the series, because you know how in books it's like at a certain point of view sometimes. So watching the series, it's totally different, but they're still same, the same like certain aspects. Just in the tv show it's like more point of views that i see but mm. oh yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. feel you um would you say books are better than movies as far as like you know the adaptation y yes just because in books you get really invested more and there it's 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 more um i guess detail oriented and you get really attached to the characters and you develop um while they're developing you're kind of liking their development too as opposed to a movie you know as fit in an hour so you can't really um get all the details that the book you know mm -hmm. presents but, yeah. yeah have you ever found a, a movie that was better than the book um i would say no well <laughs> yeah i would say no because like if we're if we talk about Harry Potter, I love Harry Potter, but I wouldn't say they're better than, than the books. I feel like people get mad if I say that, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel it's just like, cause I never read the books growing up. I always like loved the movies. And then further on, like later on, I started reading the books, but I don't know. They're just two different worlds or they're the same world, but like two different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Vibes. No. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, the second question is if someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? So if I was going to tell myself today, I'm going to do something in the honor of Simone. What kind of act could I do, you know, in your honor? Mm, that's interesting. Either write me a letter and set it, write a letter and set it on like a stream of water. Whoa. Or, like set it out into the ocean. Yeah. Or get one of the these like floating lanterns that you like set on fire and just set it up in the air have you been to one of those events where they uh... i haven't actually but i did it myself for my grandma's birthday two years ago that's dope that's dope There's today's no... actually her birthday so it's kind of it's kind of interesting oh, <laughs> yeah shoot. well well happy birthday uh to the <laughs> grandma out there um yeah that's a that's a trip that's a trip yeah. uh I'm always concerned that like, you know, well, you could explain to me if uh, if I do something like that and mm -hmm. the candles in the air, I, there's no really any risk of it. Like, you know, setting things on fire, setting things on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I was worried about, too, because like, you know, there's trees around and stuff. But I guess if you do like it in an open space and the ones I got were like biodegradable, mm -hmm. so it didn't really mess up with mess with the environment. So just be careful where you like, you know, set the thing on fire and let it float. But for yeah. sure. And uh, I'm, I'm, you're the first person who ever said to, to write a letter and kind of like set it off in a stream. Have yeah. you ever done that yourself as well? Or I actually have. I'm very like, because um, with past loved ones, that's what I like to do. It's just like, you know, write them a letter and just set it off into nature. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, I'm kind of like the person where... If uh, something did happen to me, I would want like kind of my remains to be spread out into nature and just kind of like in the ocean, in the forest and, you know, wherever, just so I could feel like I'm really grounded with the earth. But uh, yeah, the uh, the writing letter thing, I don't know. if Are you a big writer at all or um, I, I don't write too much, but I love like if it's like my friend's birthday or like something like that i really i don't like sending like long texts i'd rather write it in a letter just because i feel like i'm sentimental in that way like i really appreciate a good letter so mm. yeah no i feel you um i mean writing for me is very uh expressive you know yeah uh it really like whatever thoughts or emotions it feels better writing it on paper than anything else sometimes um yeah. but for sure 
And my last question for the warm up for you is on a scale from one to 10, how well do you know yourself? Probably a 11. <laughs> Word. Honestly, okay. Yeah. I know myself. <laughs> or, yeah. How, how, how'd you come to 11? Um, honestly, this pandemic, because I've just been, because I love spending time by myself. Like I go to the beach all the time by myself. I just love being in my thoughts because I like reflecting on myself and I, I want to, you know, get better every day as a person and think of like, I'm very also, I'm also very self-aware now of the things I do. I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, it's probably because I felt this way in this moment or something like that. So I would like to reflect on that type of stuff. So, For sure. Yeah. Would, would you consider yourself an overthinker? I only ask because I feel like I label myself that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am definitely an overthinker, but I think I've turned, you know how like sometimes overthinking can turn into a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I think I've really turned it into like something I could use it. I could use my overthinking as something that's um, that's useful, I guess. No, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Because my next question was going to be if uh, you felt like that was more of a gift or more of a curse. Yeah, what would you yeah. say? It's fifty-fifty, pretty much. Or? Yeah, I, I would say it's fifty-fifty because it could spark a lot of ideas, but it could also, you know, stop you from doing a lot if you, you know, think too much about it. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? <sighs> my favorite thing about my personality is if. If someone's passionate about something, then I'll most likely be passionate about it just because they're passionate about it. Mm. Like, I, I always, whenever someone's like, uh, I guess, uh, like, telling me something that they love or like seeing that like spark in someone's eyes, I always like love seeing that. And I like to reciprocate that same energy to them because, you know, I feel like it kind of sucks when you're you're saying something you're passionate about and you don't get the same energy back from whoever you're speaking to like you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i definitely know what you mean yeah. um, do you think that's something that you've always kind of had like since you were like were you born with kind of that that passion or was that something you kind of grew into or developed as you got older um i i would like to think that I was always like that, but I was never really aware of it until, you know, like the most recent years, I would say, because, um, what's this? Called? Yeah, I, I would say that I just never really recognized it, but until I recognized it. Yeah, until, <laughs> until recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Until recently. And um, I mean, you know, sometimes um, you know, somebody could bring it up to you and then you're like, oh, shit, that, that's how I how I am. Or <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, could be outside people who, who recognize it and help you realize it, too. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we made it to the main portion of the interview. Uh, there are three levels, an easy, medium or hard. And uh, where would you like to start? Um, let's go medium. <laughs> medium. Sounds In the good. middle. Yeah. And uh, what is your first number? Let's go six. Six. So this one's pretty heavy. Uh, feel free to pass if, uh, if you feel like it. But this one is, what are you currently struggling with? Currently struggling with a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, probably just, you know, figuring out if... Um, I still want to do what I want to do in my life. You know, I'm still going to school, obviously, but I'm kind of stuck in between um, thinking, do I really want to do this my whole life? Because I'm into a lot of things and I'm like, okay, how do I fit everything together? So it's, it's a process, but I think that's like one of the biggest thing I've been focusing on. So. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, do you mind me asking what is it you feel like you really want to do? Um, something in like entertainment, I would say, because I just I 
I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it sounds kind of like egotistical, but I feel like I'd be a good entertainer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I think. Like, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. The one teacher that I had always told me, like, like he would say my full name. He was like, "That sounds like a, like you'd be a celebrity." And I was like, "Maybe I will be a celebrity one day." <laughs> but yeah. No, no, I feel you. I mean, that's the thing. Like wanting to be an entertainer. Um, you kind of have to be a little bit egotistical. I mean, yeah. that's how I feel about myself because there's there's that belief that you have, but also that doubt that yeah. it's like, I don't know, I'm not sure, but damn, it really feels like I should be doing this. I should, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let, let me ask you about your podcast. Uh, yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Um, well, my personal podcast, I've just started early or the beginning of this year so january 1st i guess you could say but um yeah i was on, i'm on this other podcast so i'm pretty sure you know mike i saw i was i watched your guys's like little um episode on his channel but um yeah so i was part of that podcast and i thought to myself i was like there's a lot of things that i also want to speak about but i feel like all what i want to speak on can't all of it can't really be put on the collective um podcast just because you know there's like limited limited amount of time and there's like four of us so i don't want to like hog the show so yeah for sure where do you kind of see that where do you see that podcast taking you uh to be honest i don't really have a goal with that like i don't really care about um how many followers i get or like the outreach just just as long as i can at least reach one person because i i've i've just started and um some people already like message me about their like life stories and um their problems and it just feels so nice because it's like wow thank you for trusting me with this information and it's like they feel heard while well, I also feel like they hear me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, I've been getting the same kind of feeling, you know, doing this process as my, my own podcast. Uh, it is a trip sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, snap, I had no idea they were going to open about, open up about that. And, uh, like, it, it's so intimate and, um, you know, it's such a personal story sometimes where I feel guilty because, like, you know, they're, they're coming on to a show where they open up and I feel bad that I can't really be there for them all the time. You know, yeah, it's a it's 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 an interesting balance um, for for your for what you're struggling with as far as, you know, choosing which path you want to take. Is there any kind of plan or do you have a way of working it out for yourself where you're, you're trying to figure it out? Um, I think I'm just going to finish my schooling and get that done so I, at least I have a backup plan if I don't you know I don't want to like do it anymore but um I always think that you know it's okay there's like I feel like there's a small percentage of people who actually do what they love on a daily basis so I could do something that I like very much I also love it but maybe like it's not what I want to do all the time and also like do little things on the side that makes sense yeah yeah no doubt uh, how do you feel about that term backup plan because you know when I listen to people who, who are doing what they love they always mm-hmm. say oh don't give yourself a backup plan and I'm like yeah. damn well I need one <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's funny because I used to be um, the person that would say I don't need a plan B because that would take away from my plan A but you know kind of speaking you know to people I look up to and my parents and stuff they looking at my parents journey they you know they went to school and they did everything but they didn't end up in the spot that they were originally planning but they had like a back they had that sense of like security I guess if something didn't work out so I always think of it as like you know say it's better safe than sorry you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah um are you are you close to being done or still you still got a long way to go um if i if i want to go to pt school because i'm i'm a kinesiology major if i want to do physical therapy then it's it's a longer route but i think 
I'm down for it. <laughs> so yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, go ahead and throw me another number. Let's do twelve. Twelve. <laughs> do you feel like a grown-up? No. <laughs> Definitely not. How would Definitely you, not. How would you describe a grown-up? Where when you see somebody like, oh, that that's a grown-up, and that's not what I am. Uh, my mom <laughs> my parents it's funny because i don't know like sometimes when i hear people my age like um talk about how like you know they're an adult and stuff like that i don't know just listening because i listen to a lot of podcasts too and listening and listen to a lot of like older people speak and i'm like dude i'm 21 like i'm a baby you know it's okay that i don't have everything figured out right now and it's okay that I'm not a full-blown adult adult yet. You know, I have the privilege to be kind of still young and try things and kind of fail. And, you know, I don't have any, like, huge responsibilities. You know, like, I don't have a kid or I don't have, you know, any of that. So I still feel like I'm a kid in that yeah. sense. Yeah. You're still free. You're still free. Yeah. Um, would you, I'm, I'm always curious uh, when I talk to the, to the younger folks, but... Uh, mm-hmm. How do you feel about the future? Like, you know, what's your kind of perception and mindset of where things are kind of going in society right now? (sighs) That's a tough one because I feel like looking into too much of what's going on right now is kind of a downer in some ways. And in some ways it's uh, things are getting better, but I, I really don't know what's in store for the future for as a society but I know kind of where I want my life to be and I know kind of what um I don't know how to how do I put this in words kind of what type of life I guess I would be living in the future you know might not I might not know exactly what I'll be doing but I know the essence of how I want to feel when I'm older or in the future. I got gotcha. you. So. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say, like, so one thing I feel like I'm I'm 31, and when I talk to people my age about your generation, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's two separate things, but uh, we always talk about how like you guys were kind of raised in that era of having the internet, phones, and social media and whatnot, and how. Uh, it may have affected you guys in a different sense of how we kind of got were raised and I came at like my first computer experience was around 12 years old right yeah. um, so would you say there has been a difference or can you see differences between our generations as far as like you know all oh, the millenni- millennials act like that because you know they are different <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah how, how would you kind of describe that that gap um, there, there is definitely a difference and, you know, I think, cause I think I'm part of Gen Z, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, what's this called? It definitely, I feel like the internet is a good thing and a bad thing. Obviously everything has its good and good and the good and bad in them. But, um, I think in terms of affecting us, how we grew up, I think it okay speaking because I have a younger sister and I'm just like thinking of us two and how I kind of I didn't have a like an iPhone until I was like in 11th grade and um I feel like I was just like the start of when everything was also like coming like all like this, this new stuff was coming but I think that compared to it like I feel like we're very reliant on what the internet gives us and compared to you guys hmm. but yeah very yeah very I, yeah <laughs> i don't know what else to say sorry no no you're yeah. fine no, don't worry there's yeah. no wrong answer there's no right answer um yeah i'm just curious because uh you know i don't get to to have these conversations often with uh you know different age ranges and you know just picking the brain of someone who lived a different life in a different era um, yeah is there anything that you you kind of see from i guess from the past that you you wish you kind of grew up with versus you know if there's anything or yeah um in terms of like the internet or just like in general just in general like maybe something from a certain era i you know uh yeah. you know millennials we love the 90s and we talk about how great yeah. it was all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah so uh 
is if there's anything from any, it doesn't have to be in the 90s it could be from any area where you're like oh I like that that fashion that style and I, I wish that was kind of around when I was growing up definitely I love like the 80s I would right. say like um, a lot of the shows that I watch like for, for example one of my favorite shows is Stranger Things mm-hmm. and you know a lot of 80s stuff like I have I have like a cassette player and I'm, I'm very like analog I like um, like film cameras and all that stuff so I would say if I lived in the 80s it probably would have been a good time <laughs> for me that's what's but, up yeah. that's what's up yeah. uh, I'm about to throw you a curveball right now and uh, it's a fill in the blank so okay. uh, politics are blank politics are the first thing that popped up in my mind was not for everyone mm, for sure um, it, has it been for you or it hasn't been for you um, I think most recently I've been paying more attention to politics and how how it'll affect my life and the people around me in that sense. And I feel like, you know, with media coverage, it's everywhere So we see it all the time. It's kind of hard to ignore and especially the a lot of the, you know, injustices. So. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm just curious have you voted before or not yet uh this was the last um election was my first time voting so uh, was that did it feel like a particularly big moment in your life or was that just like a you know i need to do this because you know it it makes a difference um i would say that i, I think um it was i would have felt kind of shitty if i didn't vote because i think i was able to i don't know if I was able to vote last time. I don't know. I don't know my years. But but yeah, I just felt like if I don't do this, then I I wouldn't feel good about myself if I didn't vote. So did you just do the uh, like the big one or the even the small local ones? You know what I mean? Sometimes there's Uh, like the prop ones or like prop ones and like the city ones. And yeah, yeah. do you feel connected to your community that in that way for for me personally i always have a hard time doing the community stuff because i don't know i'm not sure who this person is and what they represent and you know there's there's a lot of like i guess research and a lot of following i gotta do to really feel comfortable with my vote uh yeah so for you did you feel connected enough to feel like you know you knew that person representing you Uh, um well the mayor of Milpitas is, I think, Richard Tran. I think that's his name. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But um, he was a uh, he grew up here and he he went to Milpitas High. So there was that sense of like he he knows what you know we we experience or it was like very similar. But um, other than that, I don't feel like I I knew enough to particularly like vote effectively. I guess in my community sense but because i don't you know i don't pay like i I guess i pay taxes but i don't know (laughs) everything you know i don't know like what it's all about so i can't really say much or i can't really like you know no no yeah and honestly when i was your age i i did not care at all um (laughs) so it's good that you're you're just taking steps you know um yeah and I feel like as you get older, it, it definitely becomes more relevant in your life. And you start wondering, like, damn, where are the taxes going? And uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm out here in San Francisco and we have this thing called the discretionary fund. And mm-hmm. that just means like, oh, it's whatever we choose to use the money for. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help help me out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have all that money and you just say, oh, yeah, we're going to use it wherever it's needed. And I'm like, yeah, so and there's, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of like um, there's a lot of things about the at least San Francisco and the city government and a lot of underlying things that that have affected how they use their money that that's something if you ever want to like see about really like crazy stories about it that's something to look yeah. into uh that's interesting not surprised you know <laughs> but yeah 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 i mean um san francisco really relies on its uh its reputation sometimes you know to bring yeah. people in and then when you get here it's like oh it's not really what everybody yeah. thought yeah um, so funny because my english teacher 
um, in a class I had like a while back. She's she's here, but she she talked about how she like really wanted to go to San Francisco and all that. Am I frozen? Okay, no. Huh? <laughs> go to San Francisco and all that. But then when she went there, it was not what she expected, and she didn't like it at all. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, it's it's. I, I can't say it's for everybody. It's changed a lot uh, since I was a kid growing up here, and and now I don't. I still love it. I still love. I love my city. It's uh. It's just that you know, when you when you get older, you change, and that you know, cities aren't aren't like um. They're not. What am I? What am I trying to say? They're not. Uh, excused from that <laughs> uh, yeah. a wrong word but uh yeah go ahead and uh throw me another question or another number um let's do two same middle or go up or down as far as difficulty level um let's go down let's go down why not all right yeah. uh what would you say is your natural talent um i could dance Really? I guess that's a natural talent, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. How long you been dancing for since? Um. Well, like dance classes since I was probably ten. But um, in when I was in high school, I did. Uh, I was on a competition team, so I competed in um, uh, urban um, choreography competitions. But um, right now I don't really dance anymore just because I don't really have, I haven't a lot of the time to dancing. So, yeah. Was it, uh, was dancing something where like um, you discovered it yourself or was it something where people kind of like put you on? I know when parents with their kids are always like, oh, I want you to sing in front of my friends or I want you to dance in front of my friends. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Was that a similar way you, you kind of fell into it? Um, so when I was younger, I was, I loved like, just like dancing to music and, you know, like as a Filipino, they're like, okay, like do the ocho ocho, do all this, <laughs> do the spaghetti ba 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 or whatever. And they're, and then I was just like, I had like naturally like, like this natural groove. So my parents were like, when I moved here to the US, my parents were like, oh, let's put her into dancing. Maybe she'll like it. And I ended up liking it. So yeah. So is it just more of a like contemporary dancing or did you take any like, you know, super special ballroom classes? And <laughs> um, no, I did not take any like ballroom classes, but I my first I actually you know how people usually start with like ballet and stuff. I actually started with hip hop and then my grandma wanted me to do ballet. So I did ballet for a year, but I hated it. So then I went back to hip hop. So, yeah. Yeah, ballet. I mean, I, yeah. I think ballet is super hard. Just, yeah. just from like the movies. <laughs> I've never tried yeah. it myself. And uh, all Filipinos can't dance. I'm one of those Filipinos. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you have it, use it. Um, but for sure, uh, yeah. go ahead and uh, throw me another number. Let's go five. Five. What artist, song, or album has inspired you? inspired me well I guess the artist that I that I feel like oh this is a hard question even though it's on the easy side <laughs> my bad, my bad. But, um, no you're good but um ooh, I guess Kehlani I love Kehlani she um I, every time she drops an album it's always it always like resonates with me like from when i was like younger but yeah probably like kehlani and most re most recently olivia rodrigo she's hella dope you know olivia rodrigo <laughs> oh damn now i'm showing my age but i don't uh really yeah uh what's what's the song i could check out from her well, good for you. It's been <laughs> number one on like Billboard 200 for like the past two weeks or something. Uh, she's half Filipino. She's she's 17. Was she's, she from uh, the um 
that 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 show and then she she made it on her own on high school musical on Disney yeah, Plus. That one. Yes, yeah. now I know who you're talking about. I remember yeah. I remember uh overhearing TFC or uh the Filipino Challenge talking about her and I'm like, yeah. who, who is this? And then yeah. <laughs> I had to look it up. But yeah, Olivia Rodrigo. Um uh, shout out to her. I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know she's representing. Um Yeah. So like she came out of nowhere, right? Or was she already kind of known as a kid? And um, she she was actually on Disney Channel when she was younger. On this, I think I think my sister said this show called Bizarre Vark, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I guess. But in terms of music wise, this was like it was really that. I think TikTok was the one that really popped her off with her first single called driver's license but mm-hmm. so yes driver's yeah. license was the one that i heard broke hella records on spotify and yeah uh, yeah i had to check it out i mean she, she, it did sound dope and uh yeah does she already have albums out or was it just those singles right now yeah her first album came out last friday or something like that but it's all i've been listening to for the past since it came out so Cert- certified yeah. classic for you is a yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure for sure uh have what would you say about those artists olivia rodrigo or uh, kehlani that you feel connected with because i know for me there's some artists out there where i'm like man if th- we just knew each other we'd be best friends but uh, yeah 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 so what would you say about about them i would say the vulnerability in their music i guess you could say that for like any artist because you know obviously they have to put themselves out there but i just i don't know i just feel it if i i always say like if i were to like write a song it would be that like for that exact feeling it would be that and it's always like for example kehlani it's it's always something i could go back to and listen from start to finish one of her albums and i feel like a lot of newer artists um you can't really do that anymore you know listen from start to finish from from an album yeah yeah i I always catch myself for for me if it's 10 songs it has to be like seven out of ten for me to really feel like oh i'm a fan of this artist or i'm a really bad yeah. uh yeah what other certified classics are there for you like besides that yeah like an album that you're just like you know front and back you listen to the whole thing the miseducation of lauren hill oh yeah yeah. <laughs> now you're speaking the 90s language out right now <laughs> yeah. I, yeah it's like I, from when I was younger I always grew I grew up on listening to you know old school R&B because my parents and it wasn't until junior year of high school when I started to listen to like newer artists because all I played was old school R&B because that's all I knew and I would go to school in sixth grade listening to Usher on my iPod or listening to fucking Busta Rhymes while I'm walking (laughs) to class like but yeah no doubt no doubt uh yeah I had a a question another question but it's kind of fleeting I do want to ask uh what have you been to any like what's the best concert you've ever been to I actually don't really go to concerts so okay. i i can't really say i mean i went to like a festival called rolling loud pretty mm-hmm. sure you know about it but yeah. um i only went one day because the other day i got sick i got like i don't know what it was i got like the flu or something but <sighs> i was so sick so I, cu- I couldn't go but that was like the first i guess real like festival that i went to but i haven't really gone to any so i can't really say is there any artists like performance that you've seen that kind of like stuck out and you're like or that was an experience you know what i mean um i wasn't there personally but i watched travis scott's um documentary and i just had goosebumps throughout the whole like the whole show and watching him perform and stuff i it looks like a vibe (laughs) but yeah i feel you i feel you uh yeah i mean you got plenty of time to check out some more out there and uh I was going to ask, have you seen or heard of the podcast called Dissect? Yes, on Spotify. Yeah. 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 You heard the Lauren Hill one? Yeah, I I, I think, I, I don't remember because it was such a long time ago, but okay. I remember seeing it. 
yeah yeah i mean he, uh, the guy goes through the whole uh, miseducation of lauren hill and i mean i don't know everything about lauren hill so it's really yeah. eye-opening and just like damn she was going through all that I'm like, now that podcast is, is pretty beast <laughs> yeah not gonna lie <laughs> uh go ahead and uh, throw me another number um, 22. 22. What was the greatest gift you've ever received? Greatest gift life? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> the gift of life? I mean, I'm here. But, um, the greatest gift I've ever received. Well top of my mind that I'm thinking right now is just when I was in the Philippines when I visited my grandma she got me these like bracelets and I never told her that I loved like bracelets and jewelry or anything like that but she always just saw me with like like bracelets and like all that like anklets and stuff and she was like oh she she likes that stuff so I'm gonna get her some and I don't know it's just it, it made me feel like she was very attentive attentive is that the word yeah to yeah, me yeah. and I'm like wow like I don't have to tell you what I like you notice so yeah, yeah. yeah. very thoughtful gift yeah. yeah and yeah I mean no, nothing against the folks out there who, who never know what to get me as a gift yeah uh, but yeah whenever someone like kind of gives you something that like oh shit they know my personality or they they know my style or flavor it's yeah. like yeah I, I definitely appreciate it and on on the flip side of that is is there any gift that you felt like you've given that that's been like the best just because you put so much thought into it yeah i think honestly i think i'm a really good gift giver <laughs> but most most recently it was my best friend's birthday and she had recently moved her family moved to Folsom so they sold the house that she grew up in and she doesn't have i i collect like vinyls and re- uh, like i have a record player so i was like huh maybe i should get her a record player and she could start collecting since you know it's right now i feel like it's popping off but um i didn't want to get her just any like record player i wanted to get her one that was turquoise because turquoise is the color of her room that she grew up in so I wanted to give her a piece of home to to have in Folsom where she lives. So I gotcha. Yeah. I made her cry, so I think it was pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. What's the what's the first vinyl you might gift her in the future? <sighs> I don't know. I was trying to because uh, I kind of wanted to give her like a classic like vinyl that everyone should have, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe uh, maybe Queen probably. Okay. I'll get her a Queen vinyl. For sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, you know, I just found out like I guess there's artists. If, if I was somebody who made music, I can get vinyls done now. Um, it's like the business coming back, and yeah. I don't know. Do you do you feel like you enjoy vinyls more than an MP3? <laughs> um, I would say convenience-wise, definitely. Um, like Spotify is my go-to but I feel like what I love about collecting vinyls is that I know exactly when and where I got each each one of them and um, I also collect like cassettes and DVDs but all my DVDs are from my dad and just hearing when we were like kind of going through them he was just saying like oh I got this from this person on whatever day and i was like there's something special about have having that like sent that sentiment and yeah that's why i really love collecting it and listening to it on vinyl too is just a different experience so yeah i mean a lot of memories come from like purchasing stuff and uh you know i felt really old saying mp3 because i just realized (laughs) no one uses mp3s anymore it's all streaming (laughs) yeah i was like oh shit (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. I definitely get that feeling. Um, cause it's so easy to like purchase stuff online and you know do it from our screens. That yeah. the whole act of like, yo, I'm gonna drive to the record store or I'm gonna go to the flea market and you know have this whole physical kind of thing about it. Um, yeah. You think that's that's a wave that can come back? Like I know malls are dying, but can yeah. you think malls can come back because people are gonna miss? You know actually going outside <laughs> uh, if we're talking about malls i'm not sure about malls 
Really? Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I personally don't like... I, I get exhausted when I go to the mall and I have to buy something. But, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Because okay. I know, like, before, like, you know, I guess you guys at, like, 80s or whatever, the mall was the spot where everyone would be. <laughs> You know, yeah, the 80s. so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it'll ever be like that again. But you never know, you know, yeah, stuff dies yeah. and comes back. So yeah, I mean, well, R.I.P. malls, but uh, because <laughs> that's something I'm, I'm, I've been, I'm just been curious about is like how how are they gonna survive? And you know, I feel like my generation is probably gonna be the last people who really enjoy going to the mall. I, I don't necessarily myself, but I mean, for me, it's like, damn, I really want to try something on before I buy it when it comes to that kind of shopping. But, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up, uh, we have about 10, 15 minutes left in the podcast. Uh, okay. Wow, it's went by fast. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's glad. I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, it went by fast for you. Want to thank you again. And uh, I hope you're having fun. Uh, it's been a great conversation for me. Oh, cool. And uh, I have another, a, another curveball for you. This is a shout-out question. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily have to name anybody. You could just, you know, give me a, a general vague answer for this. But um, mine is, did you ever have a favorite teacher, coach, or mentor? Yes. I would say so. Are you comfortable? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, are you comfortable, like, shouting them out and being like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah shout-out to Coach Bernie because... I feel like he's, uh, when I was doing track, he was the one that really pushed me to be better. And he's the reason why I was so successful in track. And I still talk to him to this day. So it's a good thing. Any advice that he kind of gave you that sticks out in your head as far as like, you know, through training or competing? Um, I, I wouldn't say like advice, but like just like the certain action because um i feel like compared to a lot of other coach he was very um attentive to us and he really he he loved what he did so it really reflected on how much he cared about us as athletes and as people and it really when i was um in track it just felt like a family and coach ronald too shout out to you can never forget about you <laughs> but yeah for sure yeah coach bernie and coach ronald shout out to yeah. you shout out to y'all <laughs> um and yeah so i'm actually about to jump back into youth work in in a couple of weeks or so um what would you say is important for for someone who's going to be working with the youth to have have in mind like you know, some people can be nervous about working with kids because they, they ne- never know what's going to happen. But uh, yeah. when we, like, I feel like you're still close to, to the, the experience to, to know yeah. what is something that, you know, a person should kind of like bring or what kind of attitude. I think to to just listen, I feel like kids need that for someone to actually listen and hear them and not to not feel like they're not welcome in a space mm. so yeah okay okay mm-hmm. well uh well i'll keep that in mind hopefully <laughs> i'll keep my mouth shut more and more often than that and <laughs> <laughs> just hear them out uh all right well go ahead and throw me another number you still want to stay easy or let's go hard now all right let's go to the hard questions awesome awesome you go ahead and throw me another number Let's go eight. Eight. Are you using your time wisely? This past week, no. Mm. <laughs> I'm not using my time wisely because I just actually finished um, this semester. And this whole week, I have been sleeping late. And not necessarily waking up too late, but all I've been doing is really just like watching friends. <laughs> and, you know, just going just not doing really anything productive so (laughs) but yeah i i just give myself that that week and this week we'll start doing stuff so (laughs) but yeah yeah you gotta have that balance yeah Um, congrats on finishing uh your semester uh thank you yeah yeah and um friends uh you seen the reunion yet yes it was actually (laughs) so like it was kind of cute like it was i don't know it made me like feel emotional feel like i was attached (laughs) 
yeah, yeah. no 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 i mean because it's a trip they they talked about how like it was one of the first shows that kind of made you feel like you know they were your friends too and you're kind of watching how they're going through um which is interesting like for for me i love friends growing up and then when now that i'm older i I hear like there's a lot of hate on them sometimes about you know being their jokes well yeah (laughs) yeah how they're not that funny but uh yeah i think they're funny i don't know yeah nothing about it was like uh entertaining but uh I guess the the bar for entertainment is a little higher now, and it's like yeah. those jokes don't fly fly as easily. Yeah, those jokes definitely <laughs> definitely don't fly anymore. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, would you? What other shows would you say you enjoy? Like like Friends. Um, what other shows have I been into? Well, that are that's like friends or just like you know i guess the same entertainment value for you like you just enjoy them as much as you you do friends um probably like stranger things is another one i i really love shows and movies that have i noticed that have friendship dynamics Mm. a really strong friendship dynamic so uh, those are the only two I could think on the top of my head but game of thrones i like game of thrones too i (laughs) recently started rewatching that too word I've Except never, for the last season. I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it, and people were telling me like, "Oh, the last season's not even like." They felt like they wasted time, you know, getting yeah. to that point, and where it's like, "Oh, damn." Uh, well, you know, I, I think I'll still check it out. It was, it was, it was huge in our culture. You know, everybody's watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, it's crazy. You heard of Tresse? Tresse. That, that, that new Netflix show about uh, Filipino folklore. Oh wait, is it like an anime? Yeah. Is it the anime one? Yeah, I've I've seen the I've seen like posts about it, but I haven't really like looked into it. But that's interesting because is it about like Filipino like mythology and stuff? From what I know, it's uh, like a detective where uh, like there is Filipino folklore like coming back or like they're showing themselves and she's trying to figure out why they're they're making themselves known now or something something like that. But uh, I'm just super hyped that it's like Filipino folklore. Just yeah, kinda- <laughs> yeah, I'm heavy into that stuff. So nah, I feel you. are you superstitious at all? Yes, very <laughs> extreme. Um, have you had any superstitious stuff or like supernatural things? Have you experienced any supernatural things? Yeah, when I was in the Philippines, um, it was 2016, Christmas time, and the year, and that same year is when my aunt died. And I usually sleep in the same room as my grandma. Like, I just love, like, I enjoy sleeping next to her. And um, outside her window is, like, kind of like the garage area, but her window is a little higher than, like, and walking level like if you were to walk your head would be like at like the bottom of the window mm-hmm. so it was like late at night and all of a sudden I see this bright white light just like coming closer and I was like what is that and I was like who's who's outside like is it the car and then I saw that the car wasn't there and the white light just kept moving and I was like oh it's not it's not it's no one that's impossible it can't be anyone so it was just a white light and before it could reach like there because it's a window and then the wall and then another window before i could it could reach the other window i just like went under the cup the, the um she's like blanket. i don't want to yeah see i was this. like <laughs> i was like what if it wasn't like because in the morning i told my i told my grandma and then i told my mom and everyone found out and then everyone was talking they were like oh that was your aunt that was auntie jane and um they were like you should have talked to her and i was like what if it wasn't her <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah 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 uh, i mean i don't know what it is about filipinos but we, we are all about that supernatural stuff <laughs> yeah uh yeah any little thing it's like oh yeah that was somebody reaching out or that was someone yeah. <laughs> talking to you i'm like i don't know um <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been called a, a light spirit because I feel I'm like super open to those things as well. And uh, I don't know if you ever done a Ouija board, but that's something that I've done. And everyone's really? always freaked. Yeah, everyone, everyone has your reaction. <laughs> like, I can't talk to you no more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's a. I had a conversation with this like a medium or a psychic like a few years after that. And she was telling me like, yo, uh yeah i like you you went over to the dark side one time and i'm like oh yeah you know i did this ouija <laughs> board and stuff and then she's like 
don't ever do that again um and we had this conversation about my ancestors kind of like watching me cross cross the the line between you know the good and then the dark side and uh yeah i was like holy shit and i felt i felt pretty bad afterwards because i was like you know doing it i was just curious and that's that's another that's another story for a different uh, conversation but um it it really wrapped my mind around it um i will say one interesting thing about the ouija board is if you're on it and when you do it properly it will move in an infinity sign by itself um with you know with your fingers on it but um yeah it'll it's like that's like their call waiting or like you know they're waiting for yeah. a, a question but yeah i just want to throw that out there uh oh I thought it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um Wild. all right well uh <laughs> we made it to the concluding portion of the podcast i only have a few closeout questions for you uh this next one is from a guest my previous guest uh shout out to pauline uh, yeah. for your question her question for you is where do you see yourself in 10 years this question. this question in 10 years i'm gonna be 31 that seems still young for me so hopefully i'm done with school <laughs> in 10 years but I, i'm pretty sure i will be um um i i don't want to say uh i can't really say like where i see myself but i i can say how i want to be feeling i want to be i want to feel like i'm moving in the right path that i'm not taking anything for granted that i'm still living my life in a way where i'm uh i can still positively impact people and still live a healthy life for myself so for sure for sure um yeah i mean you're you're already kind of starting off with your your entertainment um path a little bit you know i know you got a lot of paths in front of you uh but yeah i I think you're a lot farther than i was at that age i mean i just started this thing this year as well uh and i am 31 so i'm a good meter for you to be like okay this guy's doing this thing um but yeah biggest thing for me that i lacked in my 20s was a consistency and uh, execution uh being the overthinker that i am I, I took a lot of time to think in my in my 20s um, so I would just say beware of uh, getting 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 in that loop of just thinking I want to do it and then not really doing it and thinking about other things you want to do uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's a uh, that's what I got stuck in but honestly I don't think I'd be the person I am if I hadn't gone through all that stuff and kind of like you know be pursuing this now yeah uh, but yeah would you say you put put a lot of pressure on yourself or are you more of like a go with the flow kind of person um i would say i put a lot of pressure to myself yeah yeah on myself yeah but yeah i would say um yeah that's another thing to just be be aware of um you you shouldn't honestly yeah. and i know we're very self-critical um especially like i think everyone's self-critical mostly to themselves too like you know you'll give your give slack to other people and be like oh it's gonna be okay or don't worry you're gonna make it but then for yourself it's all like why aren't you you know doing more why aren't you like yeah so yeah don't don't get caught up in that headspace either um yeah for sure and my next question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions um when was the last time you felt pure happiness and why did you feel that way? Or what made you feel that way? For sure, I like it. You went heavy. Uh, uh, I'm always curious about like how the next person is going to answer this because this, this could be kind of a, this could be a tearjerker. <laughs> yeah, it could be. For sure. Um, and then my final question for you, the one that wraps up wraps all this together is what would you like your descendants to know about you uh 500 years from now they're watching this video what would you tell them i would tell them to don't be afraid to be yourself and to 
enjoy life. <laughs> That's a little vague, but to truly though, to really take in this blessing of a life that you have and enjoy it. Don't re- don't live your life full- filled with regrets. So. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, any last things you want to add before we head out of here? Um, thanks for having me. This was a very fun experience. I had a really good talk with you, and hopefully, this is not the last time we talk. But yeah, maybe you could be on our podcast. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. I uh, want to thank you again for, for coming on as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the folks out there who don't know, first time we met, and uh, definitely appreciate the good conversation. Um, yeah. So, want to thank all the folks out there for also checking it out, um, watching on YouTube or listening to the streams. Not the MP3s, but the stream, <laughs> the streams. And uh, yeah, we will remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And we'll catch you next time on 34 Questions.